This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Welcome to the Chronic Podcast with host Ralph Malbro and featuring bloggers Andrew Juge of SaintsNation.com, Kevin Held of The Team Drops the Ball, and Dave Cariello of Canal Street Chronicles. This podcast is nothing but serious football talk and hardcore analysis. Which four of you would survive the longest in the zombie apocalypse, and in which order would you die? Well, Ralph, no offense, you're going first. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the zombies would smell Dave's sugar blood and target him. Yeah. <laughs> They'd get his... <laughs> I don't even have a joke, Dave! Welcome to the Chronic Podcast, uh, as always sponsored by the Pelican House, 2572 City Place Court, Baton Rouge. They have 162, 136 draft beers on tap to watch uh, preseason football, which is rapidly approaching. Uh, great menu. LSU football is coming. You should go there for that. Uh, the Pelican House, 2572 Place City Place Court, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. They're awesome. Go there. They support us, so you should support them. Um, first off, you two assholes, Dave and Kevin. I'm in Seattle doing a live podcast because Jimmy Graham signs a contract. Kevin's out manhorning. That's excusable. But you, Dave, text me, <laughs> I fell asleep. What are you, yeah. 80? <laughs> Jesus, man. I know you got no, a kid I, and all, I, but... Yeah, I have a full-time job and a kid, and what, we were scheduled for, like, what, 8.30 or something, or 9? 8.30? It's not... And, uh, no, as soon as my kid went to bed, I went to go take, like, a quick cat nap, and I didn't wake up until, like, right after the show was yeah, over. Yeah, you're like... Mm. It was like, it was like, you know, when you're late for school, and you wake up late, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah, thank God Juge called in. <laughs> or else it would have just been it would have just been me begging for Twitter questions. All right, so Dave, I'll start with you. The Jimmy Graham contract. Um, anything at all surprising about it? No, not really. Um, it's exactly what we thought it was going to be. It was ten million dollars for what four years. Um, I mean, I, I think the only thing that's surprising, somewhat surprising, is is the length of it. It's not a a five or a six year deal. It's only a four year deal, but. You know, I think both sides are probably okay with that. You know, four years, that's plenty of time for the Saints to reevaluate. You know, Graham's probably not going to be putting up these ridiculous numbers um, four years from now. Um, But in the event that he is, then it gives Graham the chance to uh, cash in one last time for a big uh, contract, either with the Saints or with another team. So, you know, it's he's the highest paid tight end in NFL history. That's what he should be. Um, I thought. John Oliver wrote a, a good post uh, on Canal Street Chronicles. He, technically, he is kind of getting paid like a, a top-tier receiver. He may not be getting paid as much as the top two guys, um, but he's definitely in that top five or the top ten. He's getting paid $13 million this year. Um, yeah, and he so, gets like 21 over the or 21 over the first two. Yeah, or, or 
Yeah. So what's yeah, the guarantee? Yeah. Like 20, 21 million. Or 21 million. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, he, he, he did good. He got he got what he deserved. Um, well, I mean, to, to be honest with you, he, he, he could have gotten more. Um, you know, just from, from a stat standpoint and, and what he brings and, and what he produces, he probably could have gotten a larger contract. But how much would for, he, for a tight end. How much would he have got if he would have been a free agent completely? No tag, no restrictions, no nothing. As a tight end or a receiver? Just if, whatever. If he'd have just if he would have just been free to negotiate with thirty one other NFL teams. He he probably could have gotten more. You're right. Um, he probably could have gotten eleven, twelve million a year for you know for four or five years. But um, you know it, it it is it is what it is. But but that that might have been overpaying him. So. Uh, it is what it is. He, he got paid more than Gronkowski, and he's the highest paid tight end in NFL history. So you, you can't you can't cry about that. Kevin, what does Jimmy Graham have to do this year to not hear complaints of being overpaid? Um, he doesn't have to totally replicate what he's done uh, the last two years. Uh, I think if he if he gets if he gets a lot of catches and yardage, or if he ends up getting a lot of touchdowns, like he could somehow pull out like a very low number of uh, receiving yards, like somewhere in the 700, seven, 800 yard range, which would be very low for him. But if he ended up getting, you know, eight, nine, 10 touchdowns, it would be completely, it would be okay. Flip that around. If he ended up getting 13, 1400 yards, which is again, actually, think that might be too much like if he ended up getting like 1200 and then got low number of touchdowns but wasn't fumbling the ball like as long as he doesn't look like a scrub out there and pedestrian then then it's okay mm-hmm. it's just where where does the where does the excellence come in i, th- I think he needs i think he needs nine plus touchdowns and a thousand yards that's where i stand i think that's i mean I think that's fair. I mean, I mean, he just he just had 16 touchdowns. So you know, nine. Let's say he had 10 touchdowns this season. That's uh, significantly less than he had uh, last season, but that's still respectable. That's still worth his contract. And he obviously had like what 11, 1200 yards. So if he had like you know a thousand, 1200, a thousand, 1100 yards. Uh, Again, maybe not as much as he put up last year. It was a monster year for him last year, but still uh, definitely respectable. And definitely that would almost assuredly probably make him the highest producing tight end in the, in the league. Yeah, and well, that brings up an interesting thing that I put in my column today. And, and this, this is for fun, so we'll do best case scenario. If the Saints have Colston, Graham, Kenny Stills, and Brandon Cooks, Kevin, and they're all relatively healthy and even close to what we think they're capable of. Couldn't you make the argument that while it'll be great fun for Sean Payton as a play caller and it'll be awesome to watch as a fan for fantasy football purposes and individual purposes – they all might be restricted and go into that, like like Dave said, 800 to 900 yard category, unless Drew Brees is going to throw for like 6,000 yards. Well, I mean, hell, if they're all healthy, 
if they're all healthy all the entire season, Drew Brees is hitting 5,000 yards. Well, yeah, but that, but but still, even if he does, oh, yeah. you're not even when Drew Brees has hit 5,000 yards, you're not. They haven't had guys that multiple two, three, four guys that have a thousand yards. No, but I I think what would happen then is you'd probably see Jimmy Graham hit 1,200 yards again. You'd see Colson probably get close to a thousand, and then the rest of the guys would probably be like 700 and below. I mean, you know, you'd probably get one of those games where you'd you'd have those games where uh, Cooks would probably be the lead receiver, but it would be like four four or five catches for like 140 yards and two touchdowns. And then he'd have games where he would get like one or two catches for like 25 yards, and then that would be it. But but doesn't that make my case that if you have Brandon Cooks and Stills having 800 yards receiving and you have Marcus Colston – you know, between 900 and 1,000, that means none of them are, like, number two receivers on your fantasy team. They're all, like, number three guys. Well, I I mean, the ball's got to go. You only get one ball on the field. The ball's got to go to somebody. The ball only gets to go to, to one person on every on every snap. Actually, Goodell's thinking about changing that rule. <laughs> I'm sure he is. Dave, if I told you. For the Pro Bowl, I'm sure. Pick. I, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't draft any Saints wide receivers. Uh, the, the only. The, actually, I take that back. If there was one receiver on the Saints that I would take, it would be in a PPR league, and it would be Brandon Cooks. Ah, PPR league. That's a good point. Um, as we go into training camp, and this this roster is just fucking loaded in every which way. I think. Um. And we've talked about worst case scenario and a uh, guy you want to have the best year. We've talked about that before. But Kevin, if I told you an underrated guy that people aren't thinking about, you don't he doesn't have to have a great year, but he can't have a horrible year. Who's a guy that Wait. the Saints really need? Not Drew Brees, obviously, but they need a guy who fans aren't talking about that just needs to have a good, solid. Year. Well, if, uh, oh, well, look, I tell you what, I'm gonna. Key to the well, year they won the Super Bowl. Just good, solid, straight ahead, dependable. We're not railing against him on Twitter post game. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to answer that question. I'm, I'm, I'm just not because I, I got to be honest. If the fans aren't, if the fans aren't talking about him, sadly, I probably haven't haven't uh, seen enough of, of the name yet. Like I, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I, I can't even I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not even going to try and bullshit an answer. <laughs> hey, like, hey, you know what? At no, least we're, I'm we're, giving you I'm giving honest. you an honest answer like, and a legit response. Unlike a lot of fucking blowhards. OK, I thought of that question, but I don't have an answer. Dave, do you have an answer? I mean, I don't have an answer of somebody that nobody's talking about. But I mean, I would say to Ron Armstead, if, 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 Ooh, he's got, if he's got, you know, he doesn't have to have an amazing season. He just. Like you said, he just can't have a terrible season because if he's having a terrible season, uh, Drew's face is in the dirt. Uh, the running game is is probably suffering, and uh, they may very well be losing games. And, and on top of that, uh, there's really nobody behind him. So um, injuries aside, you know, if Teron Armstead could definitely get away with having a mediocre season, um, I think they'd be fine. I, I was going to say – while I was listening to you, Dave, I was going to piggyback on that. I think the guards, I, wor- I just I worry about them because they're over 30 and 
Evans had never missed a start until last year. And I feel like that's a sure sign of decline. And I just worry how steep is that decline going to start to be for Grubbs and Evans as they go over 30. Um, Are we talking like Drew Brees level decline or what are we talking here? I mean, just, you know, the decline in that they're still obviously if they're injured, that's different. But decline of like the Saints have always had, Kevin, really great guard play for Drew Brees. You know, they had had Evans and they had Carl Nix for the for the a big chunk of it. And, you know, you know, and then when Nick's left, they got Grubbs, and he's been, you know, not quite at that level, but close. So they've always had elite guards, and the Saints, you can argue back and forth whether they're right or whether they're wrong, but they value guards more than they value tackles because they pay them more. And if their guards are shitty, we've never seen that with Drew Brees, and that would be a huge, huge worry for me if you started having mediocre guard play and they weren't injured. You know, well, who, uh, who, who are the guards back in like '06 and '07? Who'd you have like Brian Young? And, uh, well, no, you had you had Evans mm-hmm. right from the you had Evans right, right from the they jump, and you had Nesbit, and oh, then yeah, you had okay. Carl Nix. Right. Because yeah, you had Brian Young was defense. What's that? I said, yeah. What position did Young play? He was uh. Brian Young was defensive tackle. tackle. Yeah. Okay. He was uh he was good a couple of years under Hazlitt. And then he his knees started to give out. Uh, For a second, I thought you, when you mentioned Young at first, I was like, "Oh, Osama Young." Osama Young. Like no. Yeah, I'll, I whenever him. you say Osama Young, all I think is the touchdown in the Super Bowl. That Peyton I think Man. that's any all that Saints fans think about. Yeah. Which is uh, disappointing. <laughs> they had they had uh, Saints Day on the NFL Network on uh, on Saturday. They had a lot of fun things. They needed to go old school though and show like 1980s games. That's that's what the, the I feel like total off topic, Kevin. I feel like the NFL Network needs to show just random NFL games from like the 70s and 80s. And just they have could probably have they could probably have an NFL Classic channel and just have a whole yeah, and, or, or just have like show an old 80s game. But instead of having the commentary, have just like two diehard fans from the teams commenting on it. <laughs> like a mystery space. Uh, yeah, like mystery thing. science theater. You could have like two. Hello. You could have. I, like- I think I lost you there. Oh, did you? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so, like, I, I, I think the last thing I heard was I think the NFL Network needs to have needs to show older games. Yeah, like mystery science theater style. Oh yeah, uh, hey, mystery science theater, anything is. Uh, I'm always up for that. But yeah, I, I I think they should be showing older games, like just random ass. Hey folks, tune in Thursday night. We're gonna show uh, a week 13 matchup, you know, featuring the 1983 San Diego Chargers. You know, just random shit. Yeah, because like, who, like, no one's fucking watching the NFL Network in fucking June. I mean, come on. Well, I well, certainly I'm don't ba- need to watch All Access for the fourth time in the day. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, that is true. Right. I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, I always find it funny when – and again, I, I – again, I don't have cable, let alone extended cable. But if you are showing the same shows, like literally the same shows, not like a different version of the show like SportsCenter does where, oh, the, 
the hosts are different or some shit. No, if you're literally showing the same show at, at like three or four times in a day, you got you got to get more. You got to put more content out there. If you're having making people charge, you know, charging more people for a network, and you're not providing enough content. I mean that's that's kind of crap. You're just repeating the same be you're just repeating the same shit and it'll, and then you know you're becoming ESPN but about the NFL. Yeah. Um I would say this the NFL network they have some horrible talking heads. I'm just going to say it. Really? A sports network has employs horrible talking heads? I am stunned by this. I mean, this. but like their their quality, Kevin, if you if you let's do that for fun. Rank like rank like ESPN's talking heads and Fox and CBS and NBC. I would I think I'd put NFL Network on the bottom. Uh I mean, ESPN is fucking annoying, but they have so many. Like at least ESPN I could pick out a couple that I like. Uh, Who would you put on the top? CBS? Uh, I like – I'm in the minority on this, but I like Chris Collinsworth. Yeah, I, like, I, st- I still like Chris Collinsworth. I feel like Chris oh, Collinsworth so – NBC. Yeah, NBC is probably the best. I, I feel like Chris Collinsworth, even though NBC has P- Peter King and Tony Dungy, who we'll get to in a second, uh, I feel like – Chris Collinsworth is so good, he balances those two guys out. And I just like Chris Collinsworth because I feel like when I watch him, I know that he watches all the games. When I watch the NFL Network, I feel like certain guys like Irving and Sapp, I don't feel – I feel like last year I watched more football than Warren Sapp. I really, truly believe that. <laughs> He's better than me. He might know more football than me. But I'm pretty certain I watched more games than him last year. <laughs> and that Warren Sapp's entertaining. I mean, I was just watching him last night on NFL Network. He's just. You ever you ever watch Warren Sapp when he's not talking and somebody else is talking? You ever watch his reactions to what other people are saying? That to me is the show right there. They need a Warren. You know, there'll be some somebody will make a point and, and Warren Sapp will agree and you, you just 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 the next time you watch NFL Network whatever show that is that he's on just keep your eyes focused on Warren Sapp you know like when you when you're watching a football game and you and you focus in on one player like the tackle or the guard or something like that do that with Warren Sapp just focus in on Warren Sapp and look at his facial expressions and his reactions to what other people are saying it, it's quite quite entertaining quite amusing yeah um i will i will do that next time so all right Another off-topic NFL thing. Tony Dungy. The show is off-topic. It, well, I mean, the Saints are going to training camp. We've had a show. We have a show all year. We've gone through every goddamn training camp topic you can go through. No, I know. Uh, so Tony Dungy, Kevin, they asked him about Michael Sam. He said he wouldn't have drafted him because, quote-unquote, quote stuff will come up. And he caught a lot of crap for it. And I feel like deservedly so because Tony Dungy – has been very outspoken that he is not for gay marriage and he's very religious and that's fine. But Kevin, it annoys me that he's not honest and says, you know what? Gay people shouldn't marry. I don't like them. The Bible says it's wrong and I don't like Michael Sam, but he doesn't have the balls to say it because he likes being on NBC. And that is what annoyed me about Tony Dungy. Cause he says all the coded words about stuff. <laughs> and everybody knows 
what he's thinking. And that's what annoyed me about it. And I thought he should have got shit and he should get more shit for it. Kevin, do you agree with me or not? Uh, yes. Yes. Uh, although he has, quote unquote, clarified his statements today. Yeah. And uh, and said that he, he thinks Michael Sam should absolutely, you know, get a chance to play and all this other kind of shit, which is great. Not because on a Tony he, Dungy team. Well, actually, well, no. In his clarification, he's he said that. He wouldn't have a problem – like it, he apparently said that he wouldn't have had a problem putting him on his team or some shit. I, it, it's just – he said – like I, I, this is going to drive Ralph nuts, but you almost have to go back and listen to uh, Olbermann. Uh, Olbermann had a takedown of Dungy last night on his show, and Dungy months ago in, in February said things – that contradicted the things that were in his interview. <laughs> so either, it, it, you know, it, he, he comes off as being hypocritical at best, or he came off as being hypocritical at best. And, you know, in, in today's day and age, it's just, it's tough to get a read on, on who somebody really is because the second they say something, uh, the second they say something and it offends one person, they have to backtrack immediately regardless of what it is and, and try and please whoever the hell they were talking to in the first place. I, I, I mean, I, I, I kind of agree with what Ralph said. It's like, look, if you want to, if you want to feel that way, fine, feel that way. And if people want to not be around you or not associate themselves with you because of it, then that is a proper response for them. And, and of course the problem with that then becomes, and, and I was seeing all these clown shoes on, uh, <laughs> pop up in comment sections is, oh, if he'd have been fired, that would have been a violation of his First Amendment rights. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. Like, everybody that jumps to that clearly doesn't know what the First Amendment says. Or protects. Or protects. Or protects. And I'm not even saying that I wish NB, I wish Tony Dungy would be more honest so NBC would fire him. I just wish people could be more honest in general. Like, it doesn't – Tony does not – if, if a person doesn't like gays or whatever, they don't like this or they don't like that, it doesn't kill anybody. But now because people go on witch hunts through social media, it's like – People, they did. They gotta, you know. Tony Dungy said one sentence, and he had to give, you know, 400 words to clarify it, because people want to, you know, people want to scout. It's like people are, are as, as Dan Levitard said today, people are uh, want to prove how intolerant they are of intolerant people, and they will come after you. Um, but. I don't know. Well, at the same, yeah, but at the same time, that doesn't, and see, and that's that's the other argument too. That that, that kind of like that, that argument that Levitard might be trying to make kind of irks me too. The whole, oh, you have to be to prove you are the most tolerant person, you have to tolerate people being assholes. Like, I don't have, you know, like if you want to sit there and say a lot of shit that is just so ridiculously yeah. wrong and offensive. You can. You can. I would defend your right to that. But I don't You're think, wrong. Yeah. You, right, right, right. You, well, you're I, wrong and, and all this other kind of shit, too. Well, Dan Levitard's his main point today was that the reason why this was such a huge deal is because it's July 22nd and there's absolutely no fucking sports news and 
the the beast must be fed on ESPN. You know, Skip Bayless has got to work and got to talk about something. So that's why you don't want Skip just pulling shit out of nowhere. No. (laughs) So I I don't know. And Mike Wilbon has to get all high and mighty about something. Oh, God, Wilbon. I don't even – I used to record PTI and DVR it and watch it almost every – I don't – like PTI, I'm done with PTI. The only reason to watch PTI – like seriously, like I still love Tony Kornheiser even though he's like ridiculously old and out of touch. And orange. And orange. But I'll still watch it for him and then when Lebetard substitutes. I love I, – I, Lebetard really his, – his show on ESPN Radio is my favorite show. Like it's delightful. It's the – it's delightful, delightful drive time listening. So, as my cats just fuck my I, one of the cats just went Macho Man Randy Savage off the uh, counter. It was tremendous. Nice. <laughs> Sean Orleans is uh, proud of that. Yeah. Speaking of Sean Orleans, Kevin, um, you're on Twitter. You're skipping out a podcast. You're um, you're. You're banging hoes, man whoring your way across St. Louis. The people want to know, are you being safe? Because we don't want you getting, we don't want you getting, you know, uh, herp. Herp, the herp or the Oh, hip. herp, yes. You know. No, 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 double I am not. No, no there will be. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am, uh, I am, I am wearing a hat. You're wearing a hat, that's good. What we're passing on. out a dental dam, one of the two. A dental dam. <laughs> Oh, Fisher God. Saran wrap would suffice. Wrap it up. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm being safe both in the ring and in the bedroom. How is the how is the wrestling going, by the way? Oh, that's fine. Uh, th- that's that's great. Sean Orleans is uh, the new commissioner of the uh, of the indie promotion that uh, that he works out of, and. <laughs> So that's good. And he had like a extended match, finally a solo extended match, like the first time. And he got his chest chopped raw. <laughs> like I like he got how you re- referred to him in the third person. This is wonderful. Chomp. Well, because well because you're talking you're talking to Kevin Held. I I, I get that. Right. All right, so I, like a dumbass, forgot to ask people for Twitter questions, so I will do it right now, and if we get some in the next two minutes, um, we'll do them. But I do have this question, and Kevin, you can go first. Is there – after I saw the the photo last week of Rob Ryan walking through the airport with the three pizza boxes and the stuffed monkey on his shoulder – what? I I didn't see this. You didn't what? see that? It was last week. He was just walking through. I th- I guess it was New Orleans. Uh, Louis Armstrong. He was he had three pizza boxes, and a stuffed monkey on his shoulder. Is there any Where picture? Can I find this? Is there any picture that Rob Ryan could 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 surface on the internet, Kevin? That you would go, holy shit! I I can't believe that happened. I can't believe Rob Ryan did that. Hmm. Where can I find this picture? Just Google Rob Ryan uh, Airport. pizza boxes, maybe. Yeah. Um. Maybe Rob Ryan, like on a 
on a Pacific Island, like eating somebody with cannibals. <laughs> like maybe that's about it. I'd say a Rob Ryan sex tape. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love for that to 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 uh, to surface somehow. Maybe like with Rex's wife. Oh my God, Dave, She's you licking went... her toes. Oh my God. Uh, uh, yep, if that did happen, Kevin, does it lead Sports Center? A sex tape or the cannibal thing? Sex tape. Oh yeah, it's leading Sports Center. It's absolutely leading Sports Center. I mean, they're going to dispatch what's his face back to the Superdome, and he's going to be scanning the lockers for hidden microphones or hidden cameras. John Barr. Yeah, that clown. I found um, the picture. That's not a monkey. I don't know what that is. But I thought it was a monkey. I don't it's know. Just, it's a stuffed animal, though. Sure. But I'm also noticing the shirt. I love the shirt. It's so big. It's like it's like a, a sheet that just got sewn at the side and just wrapped around him. Like the <laughs> like the drop the drop tail on the shirt comes down almost to his fucking knees. I mean, I know he's got to have a big shirt because front wise, it's got to cover the gut. And it's funny because it's like. It comes down so far in the back, but in the front, it, it's a pretty normal length because his gut just holds it up in the front there. It's it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and those look like mini pizzas. So, so three mini pizzas, that's got to be all for him. He's not sharing he's that with kids, anybody. He's got kids, though. He might not even nah, have he's, he's not sharing that with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> three mini pizzas? That's that's like an appetizer. Uh, he's wait, eating wait, that no. before he gets on the plane. I don't know. That, that that might be a monkey on his uh, on the thing. I don't know. It looks like something with two penises. <laughs> oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, or like an, a cow with udders. I, I don't know what the hell that is. Milky the marvelous cow. Yeah, I don't that think that is. was a stuffed animal though. And then the poor girl in the foreground. She's got to get. She's all over the internet now because some random guy took a photo of Ron Ryan in the airport. <sighs> Mm. Wait, 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 Rob. Wait, does Rob Ryan have kids? Yeah, I think so. Okay. He's married. I don't know. He's married for sure. Hmm. Uh, that's good stuff. Well, thanks for uh, turning me on to that picture. We only have one question so far for Twitter. It's uh, Billy Gomley from uh, And the Valley Shook. He says, Billy "When Gomley. y'all gonna have me on, Billy? We'll have you on next week to break down <laughs> LSU football." We we didn't know that was an option. <laughs> we need um yeah so you want to be a guest on the podcast folks just email us just tweet us and complain that you haven't been a guest and <laughs> you're on you have, like, have something to offer he breaks down lsu and like watches film and stuff and he works at lsu too i think he's like a media advisor he makes sure less miles microphone works and the grass is fresh <laughs> So, um, I, you know, I don't know what I'm like, like Kevin, mm-hmm. people are batshit insane over this Saints team. I mean, look, granted, ever since 2006, you know, the Saints went to the NFC Championship, Sean Payton, Drew Brees, we've always been excited for Saints seasons, you know, but I'm going to say, and I said in my column today, 
I've never seen the fan base this excited and have this high expectations for a Saints team in July. Now, 2009, we got excited when they started kicking the shit out of teams in preseason. But I don't, I can't remember a, a Saints team having ever having this high expectations. Am I am I crazy? Hmm. I think the year – Finish what you're eating there, buddy. Right. I got to get the steak down. Um, I think the she year – that, that is what she said. Um, <laughs> I think the year after the Super Bowl probably had, the, had, had maybe the highest expectations. Um, but I don't know. Like I'm, I'm obviously – I'm not there, and I'm obvious – I'm certainly not reading as much as you are, Ralph. But you heard of this thing called the internet? Yeah. Have you heard of this thing called free time? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm talking. My to free you. time. My free time no, is I'm occupied. I'm talking to you, Ralph. You obviously have too much of it. No, my free time. Look, sadly, my free time is. Well, no, not sadly. Fuck y'all. My free time is occupied <laughs> by by uh, the squared circle Pop and bombs. Uh, and the vertical smile. Oh goodness. Good lord. The vertical smile. You mean the vertical taco? Here all week, try the veal. Yes, I am. Uh, this is a legitimate football question, so I'll ask it to you, Dave. This is from Adam Strickland. <laughs> how, conc- <laughs> how concerned are you about John Jenkins now that he is on the pup list? Did he really get put on the pup list he today? Did. He did, apparently. Um... Yeah, so what? So he's out for the first what six games or something now? Well, no, the, they can. Uh, the pup list in the in the in training camp is different. They can. Uh, uh, okay. You, you got to. Um, they have to take you off of it by a certain time. Um, certainly not excited about it. That certainly doesn't do it for me. Um, I'm hoping for the best. I think. Uh, you know, and during his sophomore year, I'm, I'm sure he was going to. Uh, you know, he was poised for, for bigger and better things this season. Um, I think the black and gold report I saw, they had a whole thing about, they had a whole post of gifts of John Jenkins blowing up offenses and offensive lines. Uh, so that actually got me kind of excited. And now you're telling me this terrible, disappointing news. But um, I don't know. I think you just got to wait and see. I mean, I have no idea how serious it is. Nobody Dave, knows how serious it is. Dave, you forgot rule number one about the Saints and injuries. Adam, it's... you should be worried because the <laughs> Saints fucking lie about injuries. Well, it's if still early. Sa- it's not like it's not like they need to be lying for the sake of being deceptive for an opponent next week. Um, at this point, there's really no need to be, you know, lying too much. So, you know, that's why I'm still going to remain fairly hopeful here. All right. Um, we have a question from Moby. This is for you, Kevin. Uh, when does football season unofficially begin? When will I start having daily Saints news to read? Training camp, preseason, when does it start? Wait, uh, like, what do you mean unofficially? I mean, like when, fuck. When, when, do you, when do you officially say it's football season? When does it officially start for Kevin Held? Uh, for Kevin Hill, it doesn't start till week one of the regular season. <laughs> well, that's why we have you on. You're the expert. Right. 
That's what you, that's what you, that's what I'm paid for, man. I get I get the hard hitting questions and I uh I shoot straight for it. Football season started today, Moby. I go to WWLTV.com and read my sixteen hundred word mediocre masterpiece on uh the Saints and expectations. So football season started today. Dave, when does football season start for you? Never ends. Oh my never god, ends. I don't want to punch you in the balls. <laughs> Hey, so, NFL.com, hire Cariello. He also agrees football season never ends. Oh, it ends. It ends. <laughs> no, I, I mean, uh, it, it ends uh, It ends after the Super Bowl, and uh, it starts um, It starts with training camp. I, I would say, really, football season really gets fired up the first preseason game. Because then you're like, you're excited, you're pumped up, and of course... Ten minutes after it starts, you're like, God, this sucks, preseason football. I fucking hate it. But the day of the game, you're like, it's football. I got something to watch. You might get a nice meal. You can have a beer, whatever. So I say the first preseason game is really and truly when football season starts. Not not the not the uh, Hall of Fame game. The first Saints game is when it really kicks in the gear. Um, so that's about it for the Twitter questions. Thanks for all four of you. Uh, Training camp has started. Dave, what will you have at your uh, fantastic website besides uh, news about the Saints waving two players, signing players, and breakdowns and other things? I don't know. Hans just sent out an email to everybody trying to get everybody prepped and ready for training camp, and I haven't even read it yet, so I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a bad boss. But uh, it looks like John Oliver is going to be counting down every day uh, from, uh, from now until uh, – week one against Atlanta. So we'll have that at some point. We'll uh, finish up our most hated saints tournament. In the middle of the year in October. We're in the, no, no, no. We'll finish it up before the season, but uh, we've only got three matches left, the two final four matches and then the the finale. Um, And uh, I think Kevin is going to be continue to look at all the offensive line guys and breaking them down. Uh, doing film studies on them as we head into preseason. Yep, uh, in so my basement. Good, yeah, lots of good stuff. I'm I'm actually uh, excited about our our coverage this year. I think it's going to be Kevin the best. That's Kevin Skyver, not Kevin Hill. Kevin, you haven't written anything since 2011. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it's pronounced Skyver. I actually don't know. It could be it's Skiver. probably Skiver. If whatever I said, it's wrong. <laughs> right, right. You still think. Hakeem Nicks plays for the Saints. He does. He does. He's gonna be. He's gonna be fantastic this week. I was. I was. He's gonna be fantastic this year. I was reading all his stats on uh, Pro Football Focus. So, uh, for Andrew, who was MIA because he was getting his ass kicked at softball or hitting tennis balls against a wall. Uh, for Dave, our fearless leader, go to Canal Street Chronicles. Uh, six. So my wife just said six Sundays away from Atlanta. And for Kevin Held, who is on Twitter when he's not banging chicks in the greater St. Louis area. I'm Ralph Marlboro. Uh, until next week, uh, be safe. And uh, I'm living the 20s I should have.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The NBA Finals are heating up. Looking for hot takes on all the postseason action? The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, is the podcast to listen to for the ultimate finals coverage. Host and former NBA sharpshooter J.J. Redick not only has a plugged-in perspective on the action from his time in the league, but he's also announcing the games in real time for ESPN. J.J. has the ultimate insider point of view, and he's taking you along for the ride as he breaks down the best defensive schemes, dunks, and drives from each game. And speaking of incredible drives, there's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard-setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.